Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Okay, so let's kind of take people behind the scenes a little bit. At mandatory minicamp, I know you just touched on the trash talking. Is it? But trash talking always seems to come from defense more than it comes from the offense. I think 100%. When I've watched practice. Yeah, the, so, the offense it normally does comes their from trash defensive talking backs going plays. up against wide receivers, right? Yeah, I was I was trying to say uh, the the uh, the offense does their trash talking by just making plays. Yeah, like I can't see Nick Chubb ever saying a word to someone that he just dogged and, and no. left flat-footed on the ground. No. The next time Nick Chubb trash talks, I think the earth will stop spinning on its axis. Hell will have frozen over. The apocalypse will be upon us the next time. That That's why I can't believe like Nick Chubb get, get, keeps getting snubbed for the sportsmanship award. And I, I don't get it. Like there's no better sportsman in the National Football League than Nick Chubb. Dude keeps his mouth shut. He just goes out there and is one of the best players in the game in his position doesn't say a word to anybody i've never seen him spike a football i've never seen him celebrate a big play like he literally does the you know does the college thing where he runs into the end zone he scores the touchdown he just drops the football and you know you know uh maybe you know when his teammates jump on him you know a little bit of that but then just runs to the sideline yeah I Nick Chubb needs to win the sportsmanship award one of these days, but yeah, most, of, most, if not all of the trash talking in practice is done by defensive players. And it's usually done by guys playing in the secondary as well. Okay. So let me, let me categorize this without uh, revealing information without getting me in trouble and yeah, without getting you in trouble. Let, let me, let me say this of the categories. Do the categories ever go back to family history? Of the opposing player, not today. Not today. Okay, good answer. Would the uh, trash the trash talk would basically be about ability then? Correct. Or things that have happened on the field, prior plays, prior plays, current plays, what may or may not happen in future plays. Yes, uh, uh, Nostradamus plays. 
Come on, there had to be one line you don't have nope. to attribute it to anybody. Nope. You nope. just we just laugh about. Nope, can't say and allude to the outside of it. You don't even have to tell. I did. I, I mentioned one of the players who was on his A game when the midseason form. And was everybody laughing, or was it? How did it uh, the out? defensive players were laughing, and the reporters on the sideline laughed. <laughs> how about the coaching staff? Did they think it was funny? I don't think they were all that. Uh, I don't know if they were amused or just like you know too zoned in, zeroed in on what was going on. All right. Give me some of the other differences that you noticed about, you know, it's only day one, so I'm not expecting so much, but other things that stood out to you, even if it's just operational systems that seem to be different, because I think as a fan, you want to hear that things are going to get better, that the defense is going to be better. And things like you said in the beginning of the podcast, where, you know, your, your quarterback Deshaun Watson looked better than you've seen him look as, as a Brown. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say that was like the biggest standout for me on uh, during Tuesday's practice was just how good Deshaun and the receivers looked. Because like two weeks ago, I'll be honest with you, Andy, it was a little bit of a struggle bus hmm. for them making plays. And in two weeks time, we talked about, uh, you know, during uh, our podcast last week of how much better uh, Deshaun had looked like it's been leap, like I would say leaps and bounds, the chemistry. Uh, from a few weeks ago to what it is uh, following the, the the first practice of, of many, like Elijah Moore looks fantastic. Hmm. I mean, that, that dude is fast. It I, sounds to me though, Daryl, like all the wide receivers look good. Yeah. Uh, they, they look good. They, they really do. And that's why it's like, it's a because of reality and B because of just what I see with my own two eyes. I'm just kind of like, yeah, if the Browns get DeAndre Hopkins, great. But if not, Okay, like they're fine. They're they're gonna be perfectly fine with or or without him. I just I don't have a lot of reservations with this receiver group. I, I think that Elijah Moore is providing a dimension that they didn't have last year. A, a you know speed threat down the field that can catch anything thrown in his direction. Donovan Peoples Jones, he's a possession guy. Uh, Amari Cooper can can get down the field and and make those big plays for you. I just I feel fine with that group. Um, and if DeAndre Hopkins happens to join the party, great. If not, like I just I I, I don't feel like that the season rests. The fate of this season rests on whether or not they can get Deshaun uh, or DeAndre Hopkins, I should say, to come play with his buddy Deshaun Watson again. I, I just I, I don't I feel that good about what I'm starting to see from this. A group of receivers to where like seeing that growth week to week it is really really positive and I gotta be honest with you Andy like when I when I look at past off seasons usually if the receivers have been crap during like OTAs they're still crap in minicamp and I just I haven't seen that dynamic of a change like I have this year with this group. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. No, I can totally get it. it, it so, it's yeah. I, I just, I don't know how to explain it to folks, but yeah, I mean, from three weeks ago to what we saw Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, it, it it's night and day and I'm not, I'm not trying to overhype. I'm not trying to oversell. I don't think anyone that knows me that well knows I'm not into overhyping and overselling anything when it comes to the Cleveland Browns. I'm just, I, I'm keeping it real. Like I, um, I'm not exactly, you know, racing to 
ask the bosses to reserve me hotel space in February in Las Vegas. But like, yeah, I mean, you have to be fair and give them credit. You can see that the work that they're putting in this off season, like you can see it's, it's paying some dividends in the, uh, you know, in the uh, practice to practice improvement we see. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Daryl, no 11 on 11, right? Did they do 11 on 11? A little 11 on 11, but yeah, a lot of it's, you know, like I said, Wednesday's practice is, I think, going to be the, the the money practice because let's be honest about Thursday's practice is everyone's just trying to get their work in and get the hell out of town sure. for summer vacation. So I think that the the real and like you know they were again they were running some stuff in half speed on on Tuesday. So I think Wednesday's going to be the that's going to be the fun practice to to really hone in on and and watch when you talk about extreme competitive spirit if you will daryl i think when you go back and you look at 11 on 11 and then you get to camp um don't you think one of the biggest issues is the sync between the offensive line and sean watson because to me that was one of the things that was a big issue the last six weeks of the season and we saw it in part of one game but i never really saw it work out and i'm not blaming deshaun i'm not blaming the offensive line i just think that offensive line worked pretty well with jacoby Brissett by the time he had to hand over the reins to Deshaun that they were still in sync for Jacoby and right. never really got in sync with Deshaun. Yeah. And I mean, they're already kind of getting in sync with him. And here's the other thing to keep in mind. There's no pads. And this is why I don't get real excited about early in training camp either, because they're not wearing pads. The 11 on 11s are not truly as competitive because they're not in pads. It's impossible to really rate the offense in the defensive line until they get the pads on for a few practices and you've, you've seen them or they, you know, they're on the field in preseason because they're, they're working on technique. They're working on hand placement. They're working on their pad placement. You know, where are their shoulders when they come out of their stances and stuff like that, their footwork. And so it, it's really hard to, uh, to evaluate offense and, and defensive lines. But when you look, when you look at the Browns offensive and defensive lines, Andy, they look pretty gosh darn good um, on paper, right? right. They, they, they look great on paper. So 
it's just it's it's really hard to get a read in that respect. All right, so Daryl, what are we looking at next steps here as far as mandatory minicamp as we wrap things up? Uh, well, again, as I said, Wednesday's practice, I think, is the money practice. That's that's the one where I'm expecting the highest level of competition between the offense and the defense. And then, uh, you know, the, the Thursday session will be the everyone's just getting out of town and it's time for summer vacation because everybody comes back early. You know, a lot of mini camps for around the NFL. They're next week. Hmm. Uh, the, the Browns are in it basically cut a week of OTA so they could bump up their mandatory mini camp because they have to come back early so that they can go to West Virginia and, uh, you know, get that work in, come home. And then all of a sudden it's Hall of Fame induction weekend and they got to play the Jets in the Hall of Fame game August 3rd. Man, it's going to be here before you know it. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. If you like what you're listening to, well, why don't you subscribe to the podcast? Or, of course, you can always like us. We love it. And give us a little bit of feedback, too. We're always big fans of that. And if you want to be a part of the show, you know how to do it. All you have to do is get a hold of us on social media at GameDayCLE on both Instagram and Twitter. For Daryl Ryder and our great producer, Meredith Kane, it's always Game Day in Cleveland.